Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. All right, I dialed 1-800-LEGEND, and this name came up, Johnny Holiday. Hello, Johnny. November the 11th, 2022, the day that Johnny Holiday raises the ratings on Steve Jones' show. It's about time or, somebody did. <laughs> or tanks the ratings. Either raises it or puts it right in the, in the dumpster. Okay, the, the latter I can do all by myself. <laughs> and you've done, a, you've done an excellent job of doing that over the years. I mean, uh, nobody does a better job of setting the bar lower than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Well, I, I hope your producers picked themselves up off the floor, but I ask about, you know, what what kind of paycheck am I getting for this thing? Is he still in shock in there? Uh, I know management is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing extremely well. On the way up to a happy valley right now. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So uh, last week, I, it was hard watching the, the tape of that game only because I don't feel like I got a real judge of Maryland and watching it, at least offensively. How tough were those conditions at Camp Randall last week for any offense to operate in? Well, well, you can imagine how difficult it was for me in the broadcast booth being from the state of Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm used to winds. I'm not used to any kind of cold. <laughs> I'm not used to having any car across wind like that. I'm not used to being able to – I can't even grip the football – or go to tackle somebody and slide right off of them. Yeah. I, I've never, I don't think, Steve, I've ever seen conditions like that. And every single Maryland player uh, felt the same way. They, they just, it was just, you, you can't judge what you saw last week. Uh, it was just, it, it, you throw that thing out the window. I think if they play in, in even con- better conditions, that the, you know, the outcome could have been different. Who knows? But, Wisconsin played an excellent game last week, really a good football game, and they did a lot of things that maybe Maryland wasn't prepared for. Certainly the weather these guys didn't expect. And uh, But that's last week, and now we have to worry about yeah. a week from tomorrow against Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. That's a well, well played. <laughs> well played. You, know, you, know, you notice how I just kind of jumped over tomorrow's game? Well done. <laughs> So uh, the running the running attack. We know Talia has been obviously the last you know the last couple of years has played really well for Maryland. What have Hemby, Littleton, and now Ramon Brown meant to what Mike Loxley wants to do in offense? Well, the great thing about these kids, they are just absolutely phenomenally young men. Uh, I enjoy visiting with all three of those guys, especially Hemby, uh, who went to John Carroll High School up in Bel Air where two of my grandsons went. In fact, yeah. he played yeah. AAU basketball with one of my grandsons, and he is just the nicest, nicest kid. And the great thing about all three of them, they've still got three years to go at Maryland. They're all young, young guys, and they're still learning game by game how to do things a little bit differently. And But Hemby's the one guy that I think defense is acute uh, and keyed on to try to slow down and, and change. He's had a lot of 100-yard games this year. And if ever anybody, if you need a yard or two, he's the guy you want to go to. When you look at Littleton, Littleton went from 285 
down to about 225. And last year he was like a bowling ball when he carried the ball. And now he's, he's like a, he's like a duck pen ball when he carries the ball. Yeah. He's not like one of those big babies, you know. Yeah. But that, that's increased his speed. He's got a 75-yard touchdown run this year for Maryland. And yeah. the kid is just on short yardage plays. It's either going to be him or him to get that one or two yards that they need. And then the other kid, McDonald, is also a St. John's College High School kid in D.C., yeah. just like Littleton. And he, he doesn't play as much as the other two. Uh, and then you mentioned Brown, the freshman kid from down in, in uh, Richmond, Virginia. So all these guys have got tremendous upside and really tremendous potential. And I think it's, it's just the beginning of their careers. And all four are very valuable to our running game. Yeah, obviously the wideouts with, with Jared and Jones and, and Copeland, the transfer who came in there. But I keep looking at, at Deitchus, the tight end. What you know? What has he meant to what they want to do offensively? Well, you, you know, you got we got two good tight ends, Steve. Yeah. You got Deitchus and CJ and Dupree. Dupree's and really Dupree, good. Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he was a quarterback in high school at Lakeland High School outside of Scranton, Pennsylvania. So both those guys, it, it seems like every time they go to the tight end. They're both as if one's as effective as the other one, in my opinion. And it seems like they're always open across the middle for some reason. And to have a tight end tied with a wide receiver for most re- receptions, that's rather unusual, I think. Uh, but he's he's a good blocker. He has excellent hands. Both of them do. And, bo- and both of them contributing very, very much. And then when you look at Rakim Jarrett, he had 144 yards the last time when he was a freshman when he played against Penn State. Oh, I know. A couple of years ago up there, yeah. He had a pretty good game. But it's interesting that all the all the big-name guys, like your Copeland, your Dante Demas, Rakim Jarrett, Jay Sean Jones, all those guys, everybody had talked before the season began about how strong the Maryland receiving core is. Well, none of those guys are having the years that they had in the past because other guys have been stepping up. He can go, he can go maybe, maybe seven deep as far as wide receivers are yeah. concerned. He's got a lot of opportunities and a lot of flexibility from that position. Yeah, I, I, in fact, I think Ty Felton tends another good yeah. guy that's in that mix. You know? And, and Octavian Smith, a, a freshman yeah. kid who's tremendous on kickoff returns, he's only a freshman. I mean, all those guys have been in the mix, and all those guys have got receptions this year, and that's a good luxury for any coach to have. After getting, I think, what, four takeaways in the opening five games, they went through a stretch of three games where they had eight takeaways uh, along the way. What have you seen that's been a little different with that Maryland defense? Well, in the past, they've given up a lot of yardage. I mean, a lot of yardage on the ground and through the air. And, and I think one of the things that Mike Lossley has, has, you know, focused on is the fact that, come on, guys, we've got experienced guys up front. Um, see now, Ruben Hippolyte's back, uh, yeah. one of the linebackers. He's been out. He missed four games. And when he was out, that really hurt the team. They've got a tremendous freshman in the middle, a middle linebacker, a kid that's on the, on the uh, floor, maybe freshman of the year, like I think one of your guys is as well. Yeah. And so I think defensively, They've had to make some 
the game, as I mentioned, neither team was able to throw the ball. Both teams had 77 yards, I think, through the air. But they were able to run the ball pretty in those conditions. So I think Mike has – he knows what he's going to get offensively. But I think defensively that's the challenge, to try to get better from game by game, to try to improve on the numbers, cut down on the turnovers. We had – in one game I think they had something like 17 or 18 turnovers. Yeah. And then the next game they come back and they have one. Then the next game they go back and have ten. It's, yeah. it's like an up-and-down barometer. You don't know what to expect defensively. And that's something he just does not does not accept. Uh, the same thing happening over and over again. He's like he said, I, when he comes in our post-game interview after games, he said, like, I'm preaching to the choir. I say the same thing every week. But we're beating ourselves more than somebody beating us. Yeah. He said, that's not good. If you get beat, you get beat. But if you make all the mistakes to give the game away – that's got to be fixed, and I think he's doing his, the best he can to fix all that, if that answers your question. And it probably doesn't. But that's okay. I know I never answer anybody's questions anyway. Uh, so no, I just kind of <laughs> danced. What do I know? I just kind of danced around. It. But it sounded pretty good, didn't it? I mean, I, I sat there. I was mesmerized by it, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Regardless of the of any outcomes down the stretch, Maryland is bowl eligible now. What does that at least at minimum mean for this program? It means that we're bowl eligible now. Yeah. <laughs> which means which means that I think the pressure is off a little bit. And I brought that up to Loxley. I said, Coach, hey, you're, you're six wins, you're bowl eligible. He said that that's not good enough. Yeah. That's not going to – you don't want to sit back and all of a sudden yeah. you lose four straight games and you're ending up six and six again and you're going to go to a bowl – you might go to a bowl game, but if you're losing four in a row, who knows if somebody's going to pick you. But I, th- I think it took the pressure off these kids to have that so early. You know, to be six and two, that yeah. hasn't happened since way back in 2010, I think, a long right. time ago, that they had this kind of success. And – they are getting there. I think each year that Mike's been here, he's seen improvement in the numbers. And But he doesn't sit back and rest on last game. It's always the upcoming, as you know, with, with a Franklin as well, it's always the game that's coming up that's the most important. Right. Uh, I do have to ask you about the, the facility part of it because they took Coldfield House, one of the great venues ever, but with Xfinity now built on the other side of campus, they have now converted that into a football facility. What are the facilities do you think mean to Maryland moving forward in the investment they've made in them? The Maryland facilities are the second best in the country behind Alabama. Yeah. That's the only Mike, Mike Loxley said that is the only school that has better facilities than we do. And when a kid comes in to get a tour of this place, uh, he, he's got to walk away saying, I want to, I want to come here. This has every possible thing a player wants, a player needs, a player desires. It, I mean, I can't even describe it. It took me maybe an hour, 45 minutes, two hours to tour it when it opened. Yeah. It's, got, it's got five floors. I mean, wow. five gigantic floors. Wow. Yeah. And it is, it's phenomenal. And with recruiting, nothing beats that. Uh, if you've got a good facility, these kids are meeting. You know, kids – 
the, the little things are the things that really hit kids in recruiting. That what does the weight room look like? What does what are you serving for lunch? What's the lunch room look like? Uh, what does the uh, the athletic room look like? All these things, and it is absolutely incredible. And it's got the indoor practice field. It's got yep. the outdoor practice field. Um, it is the the meeting rooms are, are incredible. It, it's just something that I've never seen before. Well, safe trip in. Are you up for a six thirty reservation at the tavern tonight? Oh my! You know what I've heard about that place. Number one, I've heard the food is absolutely incredible. It is incredible. And if I'm just, it's not, I'm just somebody passing through State College. I'm going to make a point of going to the tavern yep, yep. and the staff they have there. Oh, yep. Off the charts. The management. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it. it, it Look at look. You're doing your show there. What right. what other place would want to have you but the tavern? What uh, other place would have you but the tavern? John, I already have the reservation secured. So <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. What's the manager's name again? Jamie. Oh, Jamie. Course. Jamie yeah. Ryan. Oh, what a. Oh. What what a person! What a person! Yes, she's Jamie. great. She's great. Yeah, I'm glad you said she. I was going to say he's quite a guy. <laughs> she's great. No, no, yeah, that's right. Jamie is a her. Yeah, I mean she's tremendous. She's got the whole package going. She's she's the kind of person that could run Marriott Corporation if she wanted to. But no, she's yeah. happy at the tavern. Yeah, I'm not surprised well, that you came up with that done? evaluation. Again, well, I've, already, hand, I've already. I've already. Se- tonight. I've, I've already secured the reservation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I just want to, you know, you never know what could happen. Will she be there tonight so I can actually shake her hand and get a photograph? Absolutely. In fact, they may put it up on the wall. Yeah. Uh Well, alongside yours? No. Uh, no uh, Well, I'll get back to you for that. Yeah. uh, I've said this over and over again. I mean, look how fortunate Penn State is to have you doing their game. Uh, So. Yeah. You know, they just uh, they don't go to other schools and compare broadcasters. Yeah. Hey, there's no comparison. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. That's why everybody it loves – that's why everybody says, boy, I'm glad the Maryland guy is coming in. All right. So. <laughs> hey, for your information, in case you're tracking me, I just passed exit 35. Perfect. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're yeah. still only three hours away. It, great. <laughs> Love the traffic. Hey. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, be safe. I will see you in a little bit. Okay, Steve. Thank you so much, as always.